Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning and welcome back. I'm Jake Berry and you're with Talk TV on your telly, on radio, online and even invading your smart speaker. And today, we're asking you, given that double by-election win for Labour last night, or in fact, in the early hours of this morning, and a general election just months away, would you welcome a Labour government? Give me a call. You might want it. 0344 499 1000. Text 87222 or tweet us on X at Talk TV. Still with me to go through all of today's top stories are former Labour advisers Matthew Lazar and Stella Chanda-Kidu. So... Right. On the by-election victory for Labour in Wellingborough, we have got one of our people there on the ground talking to people, finding out whether they are pleased that they are now represented by a Labour MP. And that's why joining me now is Talk TV's awesome political correspondent, Alicia Fitzgerald. Alicia, have you heard the speech by the new Labour MP yet? I have, yes. So Jen Kitchen just gave her first speech in the constituency as the new MP here. Uh, lots of other members of the Labour team here, including a few Labour MPs. Ellie Reeves, uh, for example, was here. She introduced the speech. Uh, interesting, though, conversations with both Ellie Reeves and Jen Kitchen afterwards. I asked Jen, uh, from her experience speaking to the constituents here, whether or not she felt that this was a by-election won on local issues or broader political issues. And she said it was very much a local by-election which does contrast slightly to some of the conversations I've had uh, with, with constituents around here who've said it's been more a case of, of the wider political landscape and the idea that they maybe want a bit of a shift there. So slightly conflicting uh, points of view, but still really interesting to hear what she had to say nonetheless. Big focus on constituency issues, NHS dentistry, potholes and things like that, and just a bit of a drive um, to try and make sure that people have faith in her. Well, it's not what she said in her acceptance speech, of course. She said it was a national message. Um... And that would reflect with the conversations you're having, wouldn't it, Alicia? Yes, exactly. And I, I, I'd probably err more to, towards the side of that being uh, the more realistic part of this. I think lots of the by-elections recently in recent months have been more broadly fought on a wider political landscape uh, with that in mind rather than the more local issues. But having spoken to Jen just then, she said it, it was definitely, she said it was a Wellingborough by-election, not, not a, a general election. And this wasn't something uh, to do with Westminster. So two slightly conflicting points of view there. But I definitely say just from people that I've spoken to as well, it definitely seems here to be more uh, reflective of the wider political view uh, in Westminster and across the country. Well, Jen, I think the interesting thing is that... Um, oh, sorry, Alicia, I think the interesting thing is obviously Jen Kitchen 
has worked out, as I did when you win a marginal seat, that the general election campaign starts the day after your victory. What sort of morale? Have you managed to track anyone down for the Conservative Party? Are they all hiding in a hole or are they talking to you? Jake, can I firstly just say you're now the fifth person to mistake me for the new MP here. I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> There's a trend happening. I'm going to have to let everyone down gently later. Um, haven't seen anyone from the Conservative Party here yet. I mean, I, I, it's kind of understandable. You know, it's a bit of a, a big defeat that they suffered earlier today. And we also know that the Conservative Party didn't spend uh, much time, if at all, um, any time really here campaigning uh, in the lead up to this uh, by-election. That's because... The Conservative candidate was, of course, Helen Harrison, who is the partner of Peter Bone, the former MP here. So uh, it wasn't someone who Rishi Sunak or many of the Cabinet were willing to put their public uh, backing uh, towards, given the circumstances that Peter Bone uh, had, to, had to have this by-election in the first place. Yeah, bit of a, a bad choice there, I would say. Thank you, Alicia, for joining us from Wellingborough. Also joining us now is Reform UK's parliamentary candidate in the Kingswood by-election, Rupert Lowe. Rupert, uh, have you had the opportunity to get some sleep after being up all night seeing those votes counted? Not a huge amount, Jake. I, I got about four hours sleep, uh, actually, so... Uh, but I feel as frisky as a cricket, so I'm fine. Do you feel pleased to have uh, got 2,578 votes and uh, sort of maybe by design or by accident seen a Labour MP elected for Kingswood? Well, I, I, I don't think, as I said last night, it's just votes we've taken from the Tories. We've taken votes from Labour as well, because ultimately, whether you're red or whether you're blue, they're just shuffling the chairs on the Titanic. And um, if we don't start to take note of the, the iceberg we're about to hit, then we're all going to go down some very icy depths. And um, my, my concern, and I think a lot of the, the very helpful people, and I must say thank you to all the people who helped me in, in Kingswood, it was a lightning campaign. I think we suffered in the postal vote, but we, our campaign gathered momentum. And by the end, I think we, if we'd had another, another month of campaigning, we would have got a substantially bigger vote than 10.4%, than which in itself was a, a hell of an achievement. But so I, I think this, this, is, this is the real people uh, sending a message to Westminster that they're not happy with the way they're being governed. They're not happy with all the government waste. They're not happy with all the government inefficiency. They're not happy with the taxes they're paying. They're not happy with the National Health Service. They're not happy with almost everything. And I think what I'm seeing is those 22 million people who are now funding huge numbers of people who are now on benefits are beginning, quite rightly, to say, well, I pay lots of tax and it's time that I got some value for that, rather than being criticised for working hard and having some money because they have their enterprise and entrepreneurial and being criticised, I think they're beginning to start to stand up for themselves. And I, I urge Rupert. more and more of Middle England to show that they're not happy. And I, I, that's, I was delighted to stand last night. You should be very proud of the result you achieved. And, in fact, the 10% you achieved is reflective of the broader national polling position of your party, and it's, it's the best result I think it's ever enjoyed. So congratulations to you and congratulations well, ben, on your candidacy. Ben, but ben, would, you, would, you, would you accept that if that were to be repeated in a general election in every constituency up and down the land, the Reform Party wouldn't gain one seat? It would, in fact, make it much more likely uh, that there would be 
a Labour government, would you accept that the things that you care about, which I think I care about too, things like lower taxes, supporting people in entrepreneurship, celebrating people who make money by running their own business, do you, do you think they will be better or worse under a Labour government? Well, the Labour government, as I said, is no, it's worse than the Tory government. And, you know, whereas the Tories with an 80-seat majority, I, I don't know, Jake, you tell me one thing that you as a Tory are proud of. Uh, that's been achieved with an 80-seat majority. I, I can't think of one thing. So we stood down uh, in 2019 in all the Tory seats, as you well know, uh, and there was all sorts of sort of deal-making going on behind the scenes uh, before that election. You had an 80-seat majority. You've done nothing with it. So I, I think Labour will be worse. Uh, and what I say to people is, ultimately, the first-past-the-post system... The question for me now is, does the country disappear over a sort of social and financial uh, cliff, uh, or do the people exercise the power that they've got through the ballot box in order to affect change in time? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Time to actually save us. Uh, it's far from certain that they will, because I think a lot of the British people are very decent, they're very phlegmatic. Uh, but I think they're beginning to see they're not being well governed. And, and I see it, you know, I run lots of businesses. Nothing's working. You know, the government's licensing everything, regulating everything, and they're failing in everything they do, whether it's the probate office, whether it's the land registry, whether it's NHS. Whatever they do, they make a, a complete mess of it. Uh, and we've got far more civil servants than we've ever had. So, honestly, Jake, we need radical change, and we need it now. OK, but I, uh, first of all, you asked me a quick question there. I'll happily answer it. I was part of Boris Johnson's cabinet in 2019. I was involved, in a very small way, in some of the horse trading and the deal that was done with the Brexit party, which then became the really has become the Reform Party, there's been a few changes, I think, in the middle, was that we would get on and deliver that oven-ready deal for Brexit, which we did do. And in the intervening period, you say, what have we done with an 80-seat majority? We've fought... You haven't delivered Brexit, Jake. You haven't delivered Brexit. Sorry. It's traditional that I ask the question, but you ask me a question, so I will try and answer it. But uh, then, of course, what we did was we delivered a global beating vaccine faster than anyone else in Europe. I note that you say we haven't delivered Brexit. I might tell you that half the people who come on this show whinge about Brexit having happened. So that's something that divides the country as probably as equally as the Brexit referendum itself. So I think the Conservative government's got quite a record to be proud of. And I go back to that point that you say you want lower taxes, you want less regulation, you want the public sector to be better. 
I think we agree. I'm a Conservative. There's nothing I disagree with you in relation to that. I just think all of that shared ambition we have is made much, much harder if you have a reform party that will simply put the Labour Party... In. I think on the, on the results, and it's an extraordinary result, I've congratulated you on it, I'll take the opportunity to do it again, but on that result, there wouldn't be one reform MP in the whole of the country, which rather begs the question, what's the point of voting for the party? Well, there's a big point in voting for the party, Jake, because I, I disagree with you completely. We haven't had Brexit. You haven't rolled back all of the rules we imported from Europe. The essential difference in us and Europe is that they are rule-based and we aren't. So ultimately, unless the law tells them they can do something, they assume they can't. And here, unless the law says we can't do something, we assume we can. So we've imported loads of laws, regulations, rules. I wrote an article recently in The Telegraph. There's just one example of it. Uh, the problem is the com it's a complex subject and it doesn't, it's not served well by sound bites on, 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 on either talk TV or, or any other interview. It, it needs people who get in amongst the, the detail and actually start to act in the interests of Britain. So I, I think, you know, the Tory party has, should be proud of paying Machiavellian politics, stabbing each other in the back, failing to do anything with an 80-seat majority. Uh, and I was pleased to stand as a lightning rod for discontent. And I think in, 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 in my sort of uh, uh, financial terms and chart building terms, we are building a huge base now at Reform. We haven't had the breakout yet. Uh, but I think it's coming, and I, I can't see any reason why the British public would go on indulging this ridiculous first-past-the-post two-party oligopoly, which is failing the country. There's just absolutely no long-term planning, uh, and we're not, you're not acting in the interests of the British people. So well, it's going to change, and it's, it's on the way. So for reform to be moving up, as we have done over the last six to nine months, I think any sensible Tory will start to listen to the message they're being given uh, and, and take action, because if they don't, they're going to suffer some quite severe consequences. Rupert, thank you for joining us. And again, congratulations on being the candidate in the Kingswood by-election. Some of you thanks, have Jake. still been getting in touch on 0344 499 1000. Keep those calls coming in. Let's go to Brian in Oxford. Brian, thank you very much for calling into the show. Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. So uh, my my point is I've been a Tory voter for all my adult life. I believe in uh, Tory policies and I believe in working hard and, uh, you know, paying taxes, of course, but, you know, making use of the income that I get um, fr from working hard to enjoy my life and contribute a bit to the state to support people who are unable to support themselves. Don't have any problem with any of that. I think the reason why uh, people are moving away from voting Conservative is probably like myself. I don't know who to vote for. We have a weak, politically correct, woke, obsessed government with no, uh, I don't know if I can say, no gonads. They've, they've got no strength. They've got no courage, no commitment. That leeches down into the civil service into the judiciary system and into uh, the police. Uh, well, Brian, I, 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 like, no one, no one's ever had the uh, the balls that Margaret Thatcher had since uh, since she stopped being our prime minister. But <laughs> what's the answer? It's a well-worn path, isn't it? 
sat around the sidelines saying that there's, there's problems, it's the civil service fault, it's the Conservative Party's fault. But what, given our electoral system, we've just heard from Rupert Lowe there that reform's answer is to have uh, proportional representation. Well, that, that's great, isn't it? But we live in a first-past-the-post democracy. What do you think the answer is if you're particularly unhappy with the political status quo? I'm not looking for reform of the political system, the way we vote particularly. But my point is, why are people wondering who they're going to vote for this time? And it's because people are angry. Mm. Uh, Conservatives like me are angry when we see the lawlessness on the streets with the police standing by and doing nothing. And when they do arrest somebody, the judicial system lets them off. We see billions, literally billions of pounds spent housing and feeding illegal immigrants. When taxpayers who may have fallen on a hard time and just need a hand up can't get anything. Mm. We see British taxpayers who cannot get a consultant's appointment for months. Impossible to get a dentist appointment, cannot get a doctor's appointment. Um, and yet, again, there are billions of pounds to spend on housing and feeding and taking care of and giving dental treatment and medical care to people who've never paid a penny into the system. People are angry. Right, I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure it's in the billions, but it's certainly in the tens of millions. But we get the, the wider point well, my that, you are, that, the cost, that you are angry uh, with the yeah. status quo. But thank you for calling uh, in. We really, really Good to hear from Brian. It's good to hear from all of you at home still with me. Also good to hear from these people. We've got Stella and Matthew mm -hmm. uh, in the red corner. Um, <laughs> so just picking up on Rupert's comments there, Matthew, um, is, is this the answer? Do we need electoral reform in this country? Well, I mean, is, is, that, is that the only answer? Or do our majority governments good for the United Kingdom, we, whether you like the one in power at the moment yeah, or not? I, I believe in some electoral reform. I'm half Aussie in the Australian system where you, uh, you know, the alternative vote where you rank uh, uh, your party in order of preference, which makes sure that every candidate who's elected has ended up with over 50% of the vote works. For me, we had a referendum on it. It was a bit of a shambles. It didn't go through. Uh, but um, uh, you can understand um, frustration. And, um, you know, if smaller parties like reform come through and we go from a sort of two and a half to a sort of two and several halves a political system uh, with several sort of parties getting 10% uh, because the Greens have had a good night. We should mention that the Greens had, I think, their two, two of their best by-election performances uh, ever. Um, bad night for the Lib Dems. We don't mention them much, but we used to be on by-election nights and by-election morning afters all about the Lib Dems because they were either well, winning had, them... They've had some good results. Really. They've had some they good did, results. Did well what, some absolutely. And what it shows for the Lib Dems is that they're doing really well targeting and that the day strategy of targeting a very small number, you know, about 50, 60 seats is what they're doing, but then can't claim to be a national party but when they get 800 votes in We're only going to get electoral reform, aren't we, if the Labour Party fails to win a majority. They're not going to come in, win a majority, which may, if you believe current opinion polls, be a significant majority. We are currently talking in terms of a landslide. They're not going to come in and say, right, what we're going to do is we're going to, now we've got a majority, we're going to make it harder for us to get it next time. Mm -hmm. Surely these are the only the conversations they'd have if they, don't if they had to have conversations, particularly with the Lib Dems. Yeah. But, I mean, which I hope we're not going to get to. I think you'll see votes at 16 um, uh, with the Labour majority government, um, uh, which you've seen in Scotland and Wales for the uh, elections there, uh, as well and for local elections in Scotland and Wales. I hope not. What hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 